What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Zachary Reality. We are live here today, back again with Molly straight from Paris to chat about Joey's season of The Bachelor episode two and get all of the scoop from Paris, the long-awaited Paris trip. <laughs> Literally. And thank you for having me again. Hello, everyone. I am sad to be back, but also like happy to get back into a routine. Yeah. I'm just feeling like so out of it. Words are hard right now. <laughs> Bear with me. When did <laughs> you get back? I got back last night. And like technically in Paris time, it's 11 o'clock p.m. right now. So my mm. body's just kind of like, where are you and what's happening? But I'm sure by tomorrow I'll be fine. So what time is it by you right now? Right now it's 5 p.m. And what time do you feel like it is? Like 11 p.m. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like it's not like the longest day of my life. How was Paris? The million dollar I question. Absolutely loved it. Like, I can't even imagine what it must be like in the spring or fall where like the leaves are changing colors or like flowers, because even in the winter, it was beautiful that I can't even imagine what it looks like when it's even more beautiful, like dead of winter. And it was still stunning. Everything just felt like a movie, like so many cute streets and shops and everything was just so walkable mm. that like we literally walked on our last day, 20,000 steps. Just like walking everywhere and across the whole city. It was beautiful. I When I'm on vacation, I'm walking so much too. Because it's truly like the only way to see things. You yeah. don't really know like what the best deal is for transportation. Right. And a lot of Ubers. But like only yeah. places that were further. Or if we were like done with our 20,000 steps. <laughs> but for anyone listening, I loved Mamar the best. That was like a cute little area with so many shops and so many mm. cute streets. And like. You can overlook Paris and see all of it. Um, and we also went to the Dior Museum, which was just beautiful and, like, su stunning to see. Did you stay in the same hotel the entire time? Yes. And I stayed right by the Eiffel Tower. So Ooh. it honestly wasn't as touristy, but it did feel – everywhere was safe. But, like, it always felt, like, happening and busy that, like, we could walk the streets and be fine, which was nice. So you truly just did like direct flight to Paris, like Uber yeah. from the airport to the hotel and stay there the whole time and then Uber back to the airport. Like that's just like really efficient yeah. traveling. Like it I am a, <laughs> I'm a man with a suitcase when I'm traveling. Like we were yeah. talking about my trip to Miami to New York. Like I have a suitcase. I'm going everywhere. So like right. the fact that you were able to like accomplish so much, be in the spot and like have your travel plans efficiently planned, like probably relieves so much stress yes. that you can truly just feel like you're on a Paris playground. Totally. And I did have like an itinerary before we went, which honestly, I mean, it was like loose. So we had time to like explore, but it was so helpful to at least know like which areas to go to on which days and like what's kind of near each other so that you weren't wasting time like going up and down and all around. So what did you do? You went to... So we went what? to, obviously, like, we saw all, like, the bigger monuments and, like, the Eiffel Tower and the Ark, and we took an Uber to um, the Palace of Versailles, which was beautiful also. Like, the gardens mm -hmm. would have been prettier when it's summer, spring. Yeah. No, I went there <laughs> in I went there in February, like, five or six years ago. So yeah. I feel like I was there the exact same time you were there. Like, with the yes. weather, it was cold. I remember it being freezing. It was cold. It honestly wasn't as bad as, like, New York, New Jersey. It was, like, 50s. So right now here, it's, like, 20s, 30s. Um, so it's much colder here. So we almost felt like it was spring. So we did that. And then we went to – I mean, we kind of just bopped around to, like, every area that you could go. Um, yeah. We loved it. That's amazing. What was your favorite part? 
going to Mamart. That was like the most stunning area. And it was just like, I love to like frolic and just walk around and explore. So that was like the best exploring every, every side street was like more cute things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I truly felt like it was like a movie set. Like, how is this real? When I went to Paris, I remember going to the Arc de Triomphe. Like yeah, that was like there. a thing. We went to the church, the Notre Dame. Uh-huh. Inside, outside, pictures, food, croissants. And then I did Palace of Versailles too, which was like kind of far. It was like far. worth it. And the Eiffel Tower, I peed like under the Eiffel Tower and like <laughs> at like 2 a.m. But like everyone did. We were all peeing in the bush. Oh, good. <laughs> you did know, you we, do that? We, I didn't. We stayed right by the Eiffel Tower so we could see it like twinkling every night. And it was just like beautiful. But the, yeah, the Palace of Versailles was far, like definitely farther than I would have liked it to be. But we Ubered there. It was fine. Oh, you did? I remember we took the train. Yeah. No, we weren't really. We only literally took the metro once. We weren't super efficient for our five days. So we did walk a lot. So like we honestly didn't spend so much money on Ubers, but we're very efficient gals. We like when things are easy. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys meet any boys in Paris? Any oh, French no, guys? We didn't. And honestly, we didn't see any cute ones, like even walking the streets or like when we went out. Like wasn't it. I don't know if it was the area or like what. Unfortunately, no cute guys. But Olivia had some friends studying abroad there. So we like met up with them and got drinks, which was fun and like a couple dinners with them. So it like broke up our trip a bit and we got to see friends too. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so, so glad to get this <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So many croissants. That was, I would say the highlight obviously was like the pastries. Food wise, it was like, they're not really known for their food, just like baguettes, pastries, and cheese, which those mm -hmm. three things were great. But yeah, loved it. Okay, next time we should go on a trip together. Yes, absolutely. I like want this to be like my year of travel, like absolutely down. Okay, sounds good. Um, welcome back to the show, guys. Sorry that we just <laughs> rambled on about Paris. I feel like I needed to know what was going on. Yes. Celeste says, did you French kiss anyone, Molly? <laughs> no, if only. Like, we really wish we saw a cute, any cute guys, but it just wasn't in the cards for this trip. Wow. Okay, well, we're back for another week of The Bachelor Recaps. We're doing this every single week, like we said. And, yes. um, you know, we're here to talk about the show. We're not going to miss it. It was honestly kind of boring. Didn't you think, like, episode two was so boring? Yeah. No, I definitely thought it was, like, they were, like, grasping at straws to make it somewhat interesting. But it is what it is. I was, like, kind of thinking about it. I'm like, episode two of The Bachelor is always boring. Yeah, you know, night one is so exciting. And then like night two, you still don't really know anyone. So you don't really know if you should, you should care about the drama. Right. Um, but I did love like the infamous like wedding dress date. Yeah. And, you know, it was a lot of <laughs> featured on Lauren, the older sister and like right. her all journey. And then a lot of Maria. Yes. So uh, we'll talk about the episode. Were you able to watch it as soon as you got back? I did. I watched it and I somehow stayed up. The second 10 o'clock hit, I hit my pillow and was out. <laughs> but I stayed awake for the whole episode. So we're down to like 21 girls, 22 girls left. And we find out that Daisy is getting the first one-on-one -on -one date. Um, but first there is the bridal date where everybody shows up in wedding dresses and has like fake weddings to Joey. What do you think of dates like this? Um, A little bit of it is like 
obviously everything they do is cringe but to me this is like the cringiest because it's so early on and they're all watching each other in these wedding dresses and are all fighting for his attention like the jumping and the kissing and the thumbs down it was just like a little bit cringe to watch but obviously it's still exciting and like it's fun I couldn't believe that Evelyn jumped over the table in musical chairs. Same. Like, literally catapulted herself across the table. <laughs> musical chairs is literally the funnest game ever. Like, look at Lauren's face in that picture. She's like, uh, you're on top of me. <laughs> Have you ever played musical chairs as a kid? I think it's so fun. Well, as a kid, yeah, definitely. It's so much fun. I want to play as an adult. Imagine a bar that would just do that. Musical chairs? Like, come on. It's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, bars should do musical chairs, duck, duck, goose, like all of the kids' kid games we used to play. Celeste says, leave it to Maria to draw men in with her attire. The white dress almost revealed a whole breast. <gasps> Celeste. <laughs> yeah. Uh -oh. Celeste is like our third co-host here. I know. I, I love, love when she chimes in. Love. Well, what, what dress would you have picked? Obviously, this is a fake wedding. So it's not like you, this is what you would actually wear. But like, which dress would you go for? Let me think. We have all the girls here. I don't know anyone's name. Yeah, still, I don't know either. Maybe the blonde who went home. What's her name again? Taylor, maybe? So wait, that's Taylor? I okay. Think. Yeah. I also like, um, I forgot her name, but the girl's name on the end, the opposite end of Lauren. Yeah, yeah. That one's pretty too, like Cinderella-y. She ended up going home. Yeah. I believe. And so, did, and so did Taylor. I believe her name was Marlena. Yeah, Erica, Taylor, and Marlena went home. Yes, yeah, so I do. Lauren. I know. We'll get to Lauren. Um, but yeah, the dresses were pretty. I really like this date. Like, it would make me want to marry Joey, too. I mean, absolutely. In that sense, yes. I do feel like it's just for it being like so early on and they're all like fighting and like looking. It's just like, I don't know. It's weird to do so early on, I feel like. Yeah. So Lauren gets really upset in the car. She's in the limo with Maria. Everyone's talking yeah. about their wedding and... Maria talks about how much like she loves her dad, which we saw in her intro and that like she can't wait for her dad to be at her wedding, which really upset Lauren because Lauren's dad passed away recently and her dad will not be at her wedding. And this moment was so sad. I felt like it was so relatable so to people who've lost a loved one. And like you just really felt for Lauren in that moment. Yeah. No, I felt so horribly for her and absolutely so understandable that for the rest of the date, she just did not feel the right energy she didn't feel herself it was just so sad like I was literally I crying I know I wish that she had a moment I mean obviously we don't know how the producers pushed them around and whatever like had a moment to speak to him during it because I feel like it might have like had a weight lift off her shoulders and she could have like gotten more off her chest and keeping it to herself but obviously she speaks to him later on I know. And like, we kind of saw that at the cocktail party where like, she didn't get to talk to him the entire right. night. And it was like literally weighing on her. So I really, I, hope, know. I really hope the producers weren't like trying to make her go crazy and take advantage right. of like her vulnerability by yep. not letting him not letting her talk to him. Yeah, no, I thought it was so weird that they didn't talk while she was like having those moments. Like she talked to Maria, which of course, that was like, so nice and sweet of Maria to like, sit there and listen to her in the middle of the day. And like, allow her to feel her feelings because I just found it odd that she didn't speak with him. Maria was such a good friend in that moment. And such like a good friend. Maria gets obviously a lot of flack this episode towards the end, but yeah. I really, and like, but like, I really felt like Maria didn't mean to trigger her in the, in the car no, at all. 
So she was like really wanting to be a good friend and just like make her feel better about it. And like, I'm glad that she was there to console her because her little sister, Allison, just like wasn't on that date. Yeah. No, I will say that this like, because obviously last week I was kind of iffy about Maria. I will say that scene like shows that she like is a good person. Like as much as maybe there's drama and stuff, like she means well. And that was like very sweet of her. Maria is the star of the show. (laughs) There's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I think that between Maria and Daisy, they are the two biggest personalities on the show and they're like star quality right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love, love, love Daisy. All the girls are like so irrelevant in the beginning, but like as the season goes on, like they get really more, they get more popular, more famous, like everyone gets more invested and then they become the few it girls. And I really feel like Maria and Daisy like are in it for the long haul. Absolutely. It's also why these first few episodes are kind of boring because you like don't have your favorites yet. And like, Mm -hmm. they're kind of just like, I don't know, grasping at straws to fill that two hour time slot. <laughs> Literally. And then like, okay, now I'm finally invested and excited once it's a couple weeks in. Yeah. I mean, I was really invested in Lauren. So I'm actually really sad that she yeah. ended up going home. And I feel like we should just kind of talk about her um, instead of getting back to it later because she wanted to talk to Joey at the cocktail party about like making up for this and like having a red velvet cake. I was really shocked that she went home and I was really upset that she went home too. Same. And she, I mean, I said last week between the two sisters, because we haven't really even seen much of Allison yet. Like she was my favorite. I thought she was had like a dry humor and was funny. Um, And yeah, I was sad to see her go. I was shocked. I think she, she maybe the emotions were too much for her to process with like the wedding date and the environment. And maybe she just didn't like Joey, but she still said like, you're hot as you're hot or something at the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think it was just a lot for her. And then she also said that she like, when she couldn't speak to him right away, then she was like, okay, I don't want to speak to him at all anymore. Like, I just don't think this environment is for her. She realized. Yeah. But did you also see when she said goodbye, she was like, maybe I'll see you at hometowns. Right. <laughs> Yeah, she's still rooting for her sister, which is sweet. Yeah, but I wanted her to get the group date rose. I thought she deserved it. Yeah. But who actually got the group date rose was Jess. Yes, of course. Which, of course, I, like, feel for her in, like, the story that she told, like, not taking away from that. But I do feel that she somehow, in some way, on any case, can make herself the center of attention, which we even saw in the first episode. I, I, I heard an interesting point on the Vile Files, as I was listening to their Bachelor recap and Natalie was saying how the girls weren't mad at Jess because like she was going for him. They were mad at her because she was like bragging about it. Right. And like I didn't and I didn't even see it like that when I was watching it. But then when Natalie said it, I was like, oh, yeah, she's just too showy. Like, obviously, they're all going to fight for him. So you can't really be mad about that. But she just like it brags. See, I just like really felt for her when she opened up, talked about her story about how this relationship truly damaged her. And she worked so hard to get to a better place. I felt for her. I thought that was genuine. I can't, I I felt like the girls were jealous of her, you know, getting kisses. And I still feel like the girls were maybe gossiping about her or telling her to chill or she's too much. Like nobody should ever feel like they're too much and they can't be themselves. So I really sided with Jess on that. And I really felt like she deserved more empathy, but then also like she is going out of her way to like, kiss him and make everyone look at her and talk about her right so it's like you can't have it both ways no that's what I'm saying like she's definitely that whole story like definitely was genuine and like I feel for her there but she's also an attention seeker which we've seen so far which is gonna make the rest of the girls not like you she did not deserve the group date rose at all (laughs) like I totally agreed who do you think deserved it besides Lauren besides Lauren like 
the girls that were on it were. Can you go back to them again? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. The girls that were on it were Maria. I mean, honestly, I liked Maria. I thought she was comforting to him. And I liked when they walked around together. I felt it was comfortable. Mm. I mean, I wasn't understanding, like, the dress change from the white to the two Oh, wait. I want to talk about that, but I found it. Rachel, Taylor, Kelsey, T, Lexi, Evelyn, Erica, Maria, Lauren, and Jess. I mean, I guess then just, like, Maria, Lauren, or Jess, or... Rachel was the one who gave the speech, right? Rachel had a moment. Kelsey T also like has a connection. Right. So like maybe in that moment, only those three, but I don't know. Yeah. What were you saying before? Oh yeah. Maria and the dress. Yes. <laughs> okay. So she needed to change obviously, because it's the night portion of the date. Yeah. But she, and she was the first one to talk to him. So she didn't get an opportunity to change. That was what she was going to wear anyway for the night portion. I thought it was sexy. I thought it was cute. Yes. And I was here for it. No, I liked the outfit. I, honestly, like, people wear two pieces like that all the time. Like, I don't know why they were so mad about it. I guess the fact that, like, she had the outfit change, like, mid-talking to him. But I don't know. Like, that's, like, a normal outfit to wear. Maria has got game. Yeah. No, that was good. I like. They're hot. That. Their connection, Joey and Maria, like, they like each other a lot. And they're yeah. vibing. No, he keeps saying, like, she keeps me on my toes. But I would be – I'm so curious to see this play out because as much as – obviously, you know, I don't know him personally, but <laughs> as much as I – like, he def she definitely keeps him on his toes, I feel like he wants someone more, like, comforting, sweet, just based on, like, how he looks at Daisy or how he talks about the other girls. Oh, I know. I feel like he right. really loves Daisy, and we're going to talk about her date in just a second. But, like, I just feel like the passion with Maria is hot. Yes. And, like – He's fiery. Maybe yeah, she's fiery. Maybe she's not going to win. I mean, based on the teasers, I feel like, does she even make hometowns, you know? Yeah. She might make top six. She's going to be a huge character. I want to see her go to paradise. Yeah, me too. I was just going to say that. But I like her connection with Joey. I think they have a lot of chemistry and it's really just seems fiery. Yeah. No, I agree. Celeste says Joey has a thing for Canadian women. <laughs> Do you think that? I don't remember who else is from there. I know there was a handful when they walked out the limo. Yeah, because remember that girl had the flag? Yeah. And then Celeste also says Lauren or Evelyn deserved the group date rose. Yeah. Did, did Evelyn deserve it for jumping over the no. table? No. <laughs> I don't think she even Not. got the chair. She didn't even win the game. Yeah, no. No. She was like at the end of the table, poor thing. Yeah. But I'm glad that Evelyn's finally getting her time because she yeah. got, you know, screwed over night one. Totally. Okay, let's move on to Daisy and her one-on-one -on -one date. Um, we kind of saw this coming last week. She was yeah. the, the immediate front runner. She probably would have got the first in impression rose if Leia didn't do that noble thing with the date card. And honestly, I, I really missed Leia this episode. I know. We didn't get any of her or really much of Jen. They, like, showed her briefly, but she was also, like, one that I loved from last week. We need more Leia back on TV. Yeah. Um, but Daisy had her date. They had a lot of fun um, during the day. What did, what did they do during the day? They took a helicopter ride. Yeah. And then they went to like a country music festival. I think it was country. Was it? Yeah. It was like a rain thing. Um, but they did have some time to like chat a bit, got to dance on stage, and then had a dinner. Did you know that like when you get a helicopter date on The Bachelor, it's like a good thing? What do you mean? It's like a telltale sign that like they're investing in you and your and your date. Like they think she's going far. Well, I absolutely love that. And I hope so. Yeah. She's so Daisy, like, my favorite. 
so I really like her a lot too. In the beginning of the date, I was thinking, I'm like, this is so corny. This feels like I'm watching a Disney movie. Like she's a little corny. Um, obviously, like we learned the depth and like everything she went through on the nighttime yeah. portion. But I just was thinking that like Daisy's so perfect for the show. She's yeah. just so perfect. She checks every box that it was just like we're immediately everyone loves her. There's yeah. no one else that everyone loves this much. So I was just like, you know what? Let me go into this a little skeptical because this just seems too perfect and too fitting and too like we've seen this before. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I just like loved her and I thought that she I understand definitely it being like so perfect, but like I guess I was just too like my heart is with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was a hopeless romantic watching it. Yeah. Well, I and I'm just trying to show another perspective because the is just like so on <laughs> It's just like, it's making so much sense. Right. Um, Celeste says, Daisy's story about her cochlear implant was sad, but also touching at the same time. I feel she will be one of the top two. I agree. A hundred percent. She's going to go all the way. He ended up giving her a rose, um, but I really felt for her. And I can't believe how much she has been through and how yeah. much she overcome. Um, I actually have a paragraph of what she said. She said, when I was 11, I started having these stroke-like seizures. They didn't really know why. When my siblings would get sick, I would get what they got. I would be 10 times sicker. By the age of 17, I woke up to my dad waking me up and realizing I couldn't hardly I couldn't hardly hear that well. And then my hearing kept getting worse. Communicating was really hard for me. It was super isolating. I kept getting sick on and off, and it got to the point where I didn't feel good at all ever. I could barely walk a block. I spent a lot of time in bed. I moved back home with my parents. I didn't think my life was going to get better. I didn't think I was ever going to feel better, and then I found out I had Lyme disease. So I ended up going to Germany, and I did a treatment there in hospital for 30 days. I had tubes going through my throat, so you can see like some of the scars right, right there. I lost a ton of my hair. I lost 15 pounds in five days. It's pretty wild. But after I did the treatment, I felt way better and I was really healthy. And that's the important thing. But my hearing kept getting worse. Daisy told Joey the reason she could communicate with him was because of her miracle cochlear implant. If I can't see your face, it's going to be really hard for me to understand what you're saying. You know, that was like so touching. I also, yeah, he, in the way he responded to it was just so sincere and comforting that I feel like she was able to tell her full story and feel comfortable doing so just by like the look on his eyes. He's a really good listener. He's so yeah. caring and kind and compassionate. And a lot of girls were opening up to him and sharing tough life experiences they've had throughout yeah. this episode, just like Edwina did in the second group date. Right. But with Daisy, like, you know, it's truly a miracle how she's been able to get treatment and like come out on the other yeah. side. It's so inspiring. And Absolutely. it's just like, it's so sad when anyone has health issues, especially at such a young age. And to think right. that like, she was able to go through all that and like have such a positive outcome on life and be able to live the life that she's living now. Like, I'm so happy for her. Me too. No, I'm so, so glad and that she was able to share her story and talk about her nonprofit. Like it all just like made me smile <laughs> and joey's smitten by her so smitten you could tell i mean i've been seeing some tiktoks and stuff people saying that he like so can't hide face and like it's true when he's like not into it you can tell and when he is he's like so deeply into it you're like oh my gosh <laughs> it's like if he it's so obvious he's gonna pick her yeah. like we're gonna go along for the journey but it just feels so transparent already he's i know that's with her like the obsessed. way he looks like, how could you not be? But like, she, he also like, he just loves her. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they their connection was just so instantaneous. And it's also just nice to see that, like, obviously, aside from all her, like, her storytelling before the date, like, before she did that in the beginning of the date, you could feel their connection, too. Like, right from the jump. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's going to pick her, like, are we still going to watch the season and the show? Yeah. Like, is there going to be more competition as it gets later on? I think so, regardless, because that's just how the show is. And if there's not drama, they're going to make something up and, like, make drama. And, like, we obviously see that in, like, the first episode, he's going to be crying. So, some things must happen. Oh, my God. Remember the Billie Eilish of it all? When yeah, he was, like, like something must happen. <laughs> okay. Well, we're expecting to see Daisy at the end. She is, like, posting on TikTok. I know. She's killing it already. I absolutely love her. She, like, so much I said this last week. She so reminds me of Jess. Like, she's Wait. just, like, cute and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I said Daisy was the only girl that follows me on the season? Yes. A new girl has followed me. <laughs> Yay! Who do you like now? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we, I don't know her. This is just, you know, an opinion based on the TV, and we don't know, but maybe I she's her back. I followed her back. And then, you know who messaged me and said that they loved my videos? Who? Taylor. Oh, well, unfortunately, she went home, so no she more did. She did, and she was getting a lot of, like, hate on TikTok. I didn't see that, what what was happening. Didn't you – you sent me that video. About, did I? It, yeah, didn't one Maybe. girl post, like, a viral video that, like – Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I forgot who that was. Yeah, people were saying that she was, like, the biggest bully, and, like, not just one person. Like, many people then were saying, like, yeah, she was the biggest bully at my high school. She's the biggest bully here, so – don't really know what that's about. Well, maybe just apologize to the people you hurt in high school and hopefully they can move on. Um, I feel like she, what she was gossiping a little bit this episode too. Wasn't she involved? Yeah, she was in like the first episode. Obviously, like she, the Jess thing was definitely annoying, but she was like also had no problem saying something. <laughs> well, I, we're going to talk about Sydney when we talk about the other drama, oh, but yeah. Taylor was Maria's confidant in that situation. Yeah, which I was actually kind of surprised by, but it's, we can get into that. Yeah, yeah, we will. I feel like, Daisy, we love you. We can talk about the next group date. Yeah. But I didn't, I feel like Taylor was helping Maria and it felt like the whole house was against Maria. I know, which, do you want to talk about it now? Well, what's the other, <laughs> the other group date was what? Like Demi... And I was like so irrelevant. And also if I was one of those girls, I would have been pissed that one group of them got the wedding date and then I was doing like burpees. Like army dates? Yeah, like no, I don't want to be in the dirt. Yeah, but then like Joey was like hot with that tire so scene. Hot. But then only Ooh. one of them got to talk to him really. Edwina. So like, yeah, I would have preferred the wedding date where like we all could have had time with Joey. So let's talk about the fact that they brought Jubilee and Demi back. So random, unless they both have things going on that they, like, want to talk about. I don't so, really know. No, but Ju Jubilee's a, a veteran. She fought in the war. She was from Ben Higgins' season. She was on Paradise. So, so that makes sense. So it makes sense for them to bring her back because – <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm going to get to Demi because I'm going to read Demi's tweet. But it makes, oh, sense. it makes sense for them to bring Jewel, um, Jubilee back because, like, yeah. she's a veteran. Um yeah. But it was a long time ago. And then Demi is so funny. Somebody said, some, the Batch Babes said, now, nah, why are we still giving this girl a platform? And then Demi retweets and says, because I'm local and they know I'll <laughs> Sorry. She says, because I'm local and they know I'll say yes and I do a good job. 
I mean, you go, girl. Get your screen time. It's so funny. Her saying I'm local is the funniest thing ever. That is so funny. Demi's hilarious. I love when they bring her back. She's a funny yeah. person. No, she is a funny person. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't obviously upset seeing her on my screen, but I also was like, what? Why? Like, for why? Do you think they should put her on House of Villains season two? Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Okay. Because I, I can put in a word. Yeah, that would be so fun. They almost had her on last year. Yeah, love. But then they had Corinne, so. Right. What Imagine other... them in a house together. I know. That would have been crazy. But I would love to see more of Demi on TV. She's so funny. So funny. Um, I don't really know what else happened on this date either. I felt like. It was I... just, yeah, it was like a boring date. And then I felt badly for the rest of them because like no one could talk to him. I mean, obviously like happy for her that she got to <laughs> but even when they called her name she was like I don't know how to feel like everyone was just staring at her and they were like oh we're happy for you when Edwina got the extra time yeah like she like didn't know how to react and obviously then when it like showed her alone in her little interview room she was like I'm so happy but everyone was like oh <laughs> she came out of nowhere she did um, but I felt like she did have a very like touching story about like what it was like for her growing up. And like, I loved yeah. hearing her perspective. And I think it's so important to share black stories on the bachelor. Yeah. But I just didn't like, I just didn't expect her and Joey to have that like connection. And I feel like they're vibing. Same. But do you also kind of think he's like throwing around a lot of vibes? Well, aside, from, aside from Daisy, obviously being like front runner, I feel like he's like connecting with like, everyone and kissing everyone I don't think him and Jess's connection is going anywhere I hope not I don't see that I think he has a connection with Daisy Lexi yes LCT Maria I think he has a connection with like half of the girls right who else do you think he likes Rachel yeah I mean I felt like he vibed in first night with Leia and Jen yeah but then they were not in this episode right like at all there's a so, lot of girls. There is a lot. Okay, let's get into the Medina drama. Yes, let's. So Medina was feeling, and this kind of ties into the cocktail party, and then that will wrap up our episode recap. Um, Medina is feeling insecure about being 31 in the house. She's just like, time's a ticking. Like, I'm feeling insecure. What, what do you think about that originally? How old is How old is Joey? Joey's 28. I don't know. I mean, obviously, if that's how she feels, she, of course, can feel that way. But I just feel like she knew going into it she would be older than him. So I don't know why now she feels that way. Also, like, I don't know. It's The Bachelor. Like, 31 is so... It's it's 31. I guess 31 is considered old on The Bachelor. I don't know. Not when he's 28. Yeah, like, you knew you were dating a younger guy. Yeah, I don't know. And you felt, like, so much older than him. But I feel like at 28 up, like, you definitely feel the same age. I don't know. Yeah, I understand why she feels insecure. Like, no one wants to invalidate her feelings. Absolutely. But also, like, I agree with what Maria was saying. Like, own it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand where the drama came from. Like, there's people on The Golden Bachelor looking for love who are 65. (laughs) So, like, no one cares that you're 31. Yeah. Um, But I understand. That's how she feels. So, Maria was talking about it to one of the other girls. And saying kind of what, like, it's like, own it. Like, I'm older than Joey and I don't feel insecure because Maria's 29 and Joey's 28. So she was, I I, I don't think she was talking shit. Me either. I was absolutely on her side. I was not understanding why, what was her name? The blonde girl? Sydney or Taylor? Sydney. I don't know why Sydney was trying to turn it into something. It wasn't because 
I didn't see her like being malicious in any way. Did you? She, no, she wasn't at all. Like definitely not. Like, and she was just like saying like what she said to her face. Like, and I feel like right. Maria was being straight up the whole time, but I understand that maybe Sydney overheard only bits and pieces of it. And she was yelling because Maria talked so yeah. loud that she like wanted to do something with it, but then she made, went about it the wrong way. Absolutely the wrong way. And it's also just like, have any of these girls not seen the past seasons when you like throw yourself in drama like this? <laughs> like it always ends up with you normally going home. Like I was shocked that she stayed. I mean, I think it's because Joey doesn't know all of it yet, but I do foresee like another Maria, her battle and she'll be leaving. I think Sydney's going to become the villain because she got the last rose. Yeah, no, she, I felt like she'd turn that into like something for nothing. Sydney was the girl from night one who had the high pony that I said I liked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, I don't know anything about her. Right, and now, now she's the problem. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I felt like she told Medina, like she was trying to like facilitate or just tell Medina, but she should have maybe told Maria first what she overheard right. or brought them together. But yeah, then, but then Medina, she didn't even want to hear Maria out and she just kind of took Sydney's word like God and then she didn't even want to talk to Maria. Remember that scene on the driveway? Yeah. When Maria was like, you're hearing all these things, like you need to hear it right from me. And Medina was like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, yeah. And Medina I feel should have heard her out. Agreed. You feel bad, I feel for, Maria? bad for Maria? Yeah, well, because she just kept saying like, why is this happening? She literally kept saying like, why am I in this? Why is this happening? This is stupid. Yeah, because of Sydney. That's why. Yeah. Or because maybe... Maria shouldn't have talked about it to other people. Yeah, like don't say anything at all and like try to keep other people's names out of your mouth because you don't know who's listening. But I guess that's like a normal thing to do. Yeah, especially girls in a house. <laughs> yeah, like if you have a conversation with someone, like you're going to talk about it like with other right. people. Like that's just what people do. Gossiping is normal, but some of these girls were gossiping a lot this episode. Yeah. <sighs> so he ends up deciding to... I guess no one ever brought up the drama to Joey, but they're going to bring it up next week between Sydney and Maria. And that's what was teased. Mm -hmm. Do you anticipate being on team Sydney or team Maria? Team Maria. Me too. But Maria also does cause chaos, like not on purpose, but she, I could see her like causing a lot of chaos without realizing that she's causing chaos. Agreed. Cause that's definitely what I said last week too. But if it's this particular situation being dragged out, she did no wrong. But it seems At like least this, what we could see. It seems like that situation was just like a starter for a bigger situation that's to come between <laughs> Maria versus Sydney. Right. Um, Celeste says 31 is not old. Kate was 32, and there was also another woman on Clayton's season who was 33. Yeah. There was Mara Mara. Claire Crawley was 39 as the bachelorette. Yeah. You know, what are the rules here in regards to the bachelor standards of how old you have to be right yeah i don't know but i mean i i agree that 31 is not old so do you remember how i was telling you last week about the golden girls potential drama in the asking yes. crew so i finally got around to making a tiktok about it <laughs> okay it took me like two weeks but um a lot of people were watching it and sharing it um and engaging in it and there was like a little update to it where april said that she had no comments about anyone you know, she wishes everyone love and happiness but it seems like she's out of the crew. You know, they all unfollowed each other. Yeah. Next week in the teaser for The Bachelor, all four of the Asking crew are going to be there to host a group date. Yes. Now, this was obviously filmed months ago. But the fact that they're going to be back on TV, they're going to want to promote it. Maybe they'll go on The Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. Like, I'm excited right. to hear 
what actually like maybe now we'll get an opportunity to hear what went wrong right did she didn't she unfollow them mm-hmm. or did, is she still unfollow? she still doesn't follow them she unfollowed them they unfollowed her and still they don't follow each other nope that's crazy mm-hmm. i mean the following drama and all of that i guess doesn't stop when you're in your 60s and 70s <laughs> yeah the drama continues yeah I mean, there wasn't too much other Bachelor Nation news. Um, Brian Episolo did respond to some comments on his Instagram, like defending his divorce, just like, you know, it wasn't meant to be, like they whatever. Um, and then Caitlin, Bristow, and Zach also like posted the same that they were at a football game. So a lot of people thought they were together. Yeah. Again, okay. which is probably yeah. true. Kind of a boring week. Um, but yeah, definitely not much going on in Bachelor Nation. So we covered all of our bases within The Bachelor. Um, episode two is just a little bit boring, but we might be watching together next week. Yay! So okay, let's see if this works. The thumbs up thing. <laughs> yeah, I might. I think I'm coming to New York next week, guys, for a work opportunity. I actually, I think I'm gonna wait until Thursday to share what it is. Okay. Um, on my other live stream. But for the traders recap, I think that would just be more fitting. But I'm going to be coming. I think I'm going to be coming to New York next week. So I might be staying with Molly and we might be watching The Bachelor together. A little slumber party action. Yeah. Oh, wait. Celeste says Susie and Justin made it official. That happened this week. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, no, we didn't. But that happened this week. And I'm like so happy for them. Susie and Justin made it official. Yes. So I guess they've been dating for months. They must have been, which we all were skeptical about. I wonder why they decided to keep it a secret for so long. I know. So we saw that video that got leaked of them on New Year's Eve when they were like about to kiss. So I guess when that happened, I was like, oh, they're still together. So I think for me hearing the story, I was kind of shocked that maybe they've actually been like together since October. Right. And I... That was shocking. I thought they truly were just friends for that long. And like, I know (laughs) which it just kind of changed like with the new year. That's what I actually, that's what I thought. New Year's for me. I thought that was when it switched. I didn't realize it was that far back. It's so long ago. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for them. I literally love them. Yeah. I'm happy for them too. And I think it just like makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad. I mean, I thought it was such a good buildup too. Yeah, and, like, such a good love story. I mean, they always say, like, you should be best friends first. And they, like, clearly became, like, the best of friends and just totally understood each other's humor. Like, they're, like, a match made. I really hope that they stay together. Yeah, for sure. Um, Back to what I was saying. Um, The trust. (laughs) Well, yeah, we want to talk about traders. But the trust on Netflix. um, I did post some interviews. I finished watching the season, all eight episodes. So if you guys watch that, I had on Julie. I had on Mama J. And I had on... Lindsay. Um, Molly, did you ever end up finishing it? I didn't, but if you're down for spoilers, you can literally tell me everything. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say spoilers. I mean, basically what happened is like, you know, they ended up splitting the money at the end and a, one person took, tried to take 15 extra K or 25 K good show. Um, How many people were in the end? Five. So they, I mean, they narrowed it down. What was it? 11? Yeah. 11. So then five split like they all got like 68,000 each, but then a few people had more than a little bit more than others. 48,000, 50. So five people won money. And then Mama J, who I had on my podcast, she took like 25K and dipped halfway through. 
Yeah. Well, good for her. She at least secured something and was like, I don't want to not win anything. Yeah. But if you guys ever watch The Trust, um, definitely check out those interviews. Um, I dropped the one with Julie this morning. She had a showmance with Jake on the show where they um, were, they kissed at the finale. So she kind of talks us through what happened after the show and if she really had feelings for him. Got it. Well, I definitely will tune in. Um, Are you all caught up on Traders? Did I watch? No, I missed this past Friday. So I'll have to watch. Well, now you're definitely going to have to watch. Yes, I'll definitely, definitely watch. I mean, I'm so invested. I didn't think I'd be so into the show, but I am. Yeah. So I didn't see season one. It's really good. Um, Celeste says, our third co-host, she said, the Vanderpump Rules premiere is tonight. It'll be my first time watching. So excited. Like, literally, you have no idea. (laughs) You're you're excited for the premiere tonight. I've already seen it twice. So tell me what what you're anticipating. I just am, for starters, just excited for them to be back on my screen. (laughs) Like, it's been, it feels like it's been too long. I just want to see, obviously, it's frustrating that it's filmed so far, like, in advance. Like, a lot of the things we already kind of know. But I do want to see, like, the behind the scenes of it all. I guess it was filmed, like, 10 months ago. Yeah, like, a hot minute ago. Yeah. So. I would say that, that sometimes makes me excited because it, like stirs the pot more like you think things are in the past and all of a sudden it's being rehashed for everyone which like does kind of suck for the cast because <laughs> yeah. like you have to then relive it yeah but I'm just so excited so when I went to the premiere screening a f- couple weeks ago they said we can't say anything about the show until after it airs or whatever uh-huh. but <laughs> the show premieres in like what three hours I think it's like partially already yeah. online so um, let me give you guys some teasers. I feel like sure. they wouldn't. I'll let me give you some teasers. NBC would understand. Um, <laughs> it's going to be very good because they're picking up the pieces. Yes. Um, a teaser is that some, oh my gosh, somebody does reach out to Raquel on the first episode. I feel like, okay, I'm. I'm not going like, to say who. Okay, you don't have to, but I feel like. People were asking about at the premiere. People were asking like Katie and Lala. So like I feel like maybe one of them maybe reaches out. Yeah. So you'll see what happens where one person does reach out. And then, you know, you see James and Allie kind of like settling into their home. And yeah, then Ariana goes back to Tom Tom. Yeah. Um, for the first time. And, you know, Schwartz wants to make amends with Ariana, but he wants to kind of, you know, yeah, that's gonna be a roadblock for him. So you'll yeah. kind of see that. And then, like, Sandoval, you know. I can't even. It's going to be awkward to see what happens with the house situation. Right. Um, I think that will be a storyline throughout the whole season. There are people who are just now, like, starting Vanderpump from the beginning. Like, it's all over my TikTok. And I've seen a couple people be, like, like screen recording and parts of bits of when he was dating Kristen and whatever and being, like, how did no one think that he was like a big red flag from the start? <laughs> Cause everyone else kind of just like, this is who he is. And people who are like watching it now, now knowing all of this stuff from the beginning are like, he was always like this, like in some capacity. So it's just funny seeing those perspectives on TikTok. So they were on the bio files this morning, Tom and Tom, I guess <laughs> it was filmed a few weeks ago, but Tom did give some clarif- clarification on like the house situation because he's trying to buy Ariana out but then she, um, you know, is doesn't want to be bought out. She wants the house right, to be sold. Um, but what he said that 
I guess shook some people is that he offered her like $3.1 million. He said that on the vile files this morning, which is like more than the house. Originally they bought it for like, yeah, no, it's more than, well, they, they bought it for like two, 2.2, whatever. They said they put a $250,000 down payment, but then they were saying that like, you know, now it's up in value, right? It's up in sale. Right. So he, he's saying that she's petty because she because because um she won't let him have the house but he was like I put so much work into this house like I built the gym like you know he's worked so hard on making it their dream house and like right he feels like he should be able to keep it and like he can pay her out but she, I, I mean I guess that will be the storyline played out obviously on the show we'll hear about it yeah and to this day oh. it's still going on I guess I think so I guess because that was in the news last week. And then he was just talking about it this morning. Right. But, but then they are still like living together. That's like crazy. No, she lives in New York right now. She's doing. Oh, that. right. Okay. But that's as of recent, but, or also maybe when she was filming dancing with the stars, maybe she wasn't there as often. Yeah. He said that he didn't live there the first two months and then she didn't, she hasn't lived there in over two months. Got it. So and I think that's what we're going to see like on this season of Interpump, like a lot right. of how they navigate living in the same house together without actually living in the same house together. Yeah. In this first episode, do we get anything about the Tom, Katie, and then like a random girl? Oh, no, no, no. We don't get anything about that. Okay. The the funniest thing out of the trailer to me. (laughs) The first episode is just like about like picking up the pieces and having the conversations with like the key players. And then Sandoval is in filming special forces. So he's not really, so he's not really in the first episode. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, I think we should go see Ariana on Broadway, though, when I come to New York. Yes, I'm absolutely down to see her. Okay, me too. Great. I guess she, she had her premiere last night. She looks beautiful. Yeah, I've seen a couple TikToks. I'm rooting for Ariana this season. Yeah, no, same. However, I will say not Sandoval, obviously, but I just have such a sweet spot for Schwartz. Me too. I, I literally Schwartz. love him so much. Like, I hope that he holds his own. It was, like, so nice and refreshing seeing him on his own on Winter House. Like, yeah. not associated with Sandoval. They didn't talk about it at all. He was Schwartz without Katie. Like, he literally was just Schwartz. And it was so nice. <laughs> he's, like, a sweet little muffin when he's just by himself. Like, he was just great. I love Schwartz, too. So I hope he's able to reconcile with Ariana. But I don't blame her for not wanting to be friends with him. Like, yeah. I feel like I would be so hurt too. Like same, but it's just so hard. Like you have a business with someone and like, imagine like your best, best friend is like telling you not to do anything. Like that's hard. He let it go on too long, but I mean, listen, yeah. like at this point, like this drama is so long ago that everyone needs to move on in their own ways. Okay. But I, I think we'll see how Schwartz navigates it and Ariana this season, Schwartz. But I don't blame her if she doesn't want to talk to him. Like, I just don't yeah. blame I don't blame her if she's done with him. Like, I agree. Um, but we, if we see him on Broadway, we'll let you guys know. <laughs> um, other shows, like Salt Lake City just ended. Monica got fired. Oh, my sister is obviously obsessed. She's been watching it. I've just been, like, hearing the updates from you and her. What did she say about Monica getting fired? She actually... I don't know. I don't know if she knows just that. She just finished watching the reunion last night. Okay. So she's. We were a little bit behind in Paris. Well, I was not shocked she got fired. I'm. I, started, I was really happy right away, actually, because I was like so upset with her, like from the reunion. But you said she was reality TV. She's great reality TV. But now that the reunion is over and it's died down, I'm like, oh, you're definitely gonna feel a void without her next season. But I understand why she was fired. You know, she completely misrepresented herself and. Yeah. 
it was very manipulative what she did, but I think she'll be back on the show eventually. Right. We also have the new, uh, I don't even remember what it's called, the Valley. And then we're also yeah. have the villa thing with Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, the, we Vanderpump kind of have villa. like two Vanderpump spinoffs happening right now that are going to come out soon, I think. I mean, I'm going to watch both of those. I can't say I'm going to be committed to watching the whole season. Like, I'll give it a try. Right. Me too. We'll keep did you, you see posted. that um, Stassi did an interview about why she didn't want to be on it? Yeah. And I thought that made sense as well. Right. Agreed. So. I'm trying to think what else here. is on. Well, Beverly Hills is on and it's this one housewife, Anna Marie, is driving everyone crazy because <laughs> there was like four episodes about the esophagus, that she was coming for Sutton esophagus. But Anne Marie is just so unlikable and she's just, everyone, like the whole audience is just, she's just not, she's making the show frustrating. Yeah. She's just yeah. so unlikable. I don't know. Everyone's just kind of anticipating what's going to happen with like the Kyle and Mauricio stuff. They're in Spain right now. Right. So. I obviously know a little bit about that because Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, they're in Spain and, you know, it's a slow season. So I'm excited for the reunion. That will be good. And Summer House is going to start soon. So yeah, um, so excited. that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, also, um, Love Island All-Stars, which is in mm -hmm. the UK was started two weeks ago but in the u.s we don't get it for two weeks unless you get a vpn and it just came out yesterday on peacock the first episode so i haven't watched it yet but i probably will honestly before vanderpump oh, i'm nice. so excited for that nice and then there was there was one other show i was gonna mention what were we just talking about van um summer house yeah i don't remember now um, oh, yeah, Dance with the Stars. Um, uh, I've been following the live tour, like their Instagram. Like they're having so much fun. So good. Their TikToks are iconic. Are you going to go to a, the live show? I wanted to so bad, but like the tickets sold out so quickly near me. Like I don't know how uh, to go. When is it by you? Let's see. I'm definitely going to go in March in Pasadena. But like if I happen to be traveling, I'm, I would want to go some in another city as well. I cannot wait to see the Dance with the Stars live tour, especially because I want to see Riley. I know. I'm literally like so, so, so beyond jealous of anyone going. I think they already left New York. They, yeah, they did. They already left New York. Now they're in like the Midwest. So sad. Would you ever but go on a tour bus? I feel like that would be fun. I know. If it was with people that like you loved and enjoyed being around, I think it would totally be fun. I just saw Lindsay Arnold's TikTok when she was talking about like how when she was on tour, there was like this big yeah i watched that too crazy crazy and so scary and yeah. i love that um jenna and val have their son like their baby on tour with them it's so cute i know that is really fun Adorable. um so tonight i'm working a red carpet i'm going to see this movie i told you about it last week called float oh yeah you guys let me know how it is so, yeah i'm so excited to see it i'm going to be interviewing some of these actors do you know there's robbie amell Andrea Bang, Kate Marchant is the author. Sharon Lee is the director and a few other people, but I'm really excited to like be back on the carpet. Yeah, it's so exciting. I don't know if I know these people. I was trying to look them up as you were talking, but maybe would like I recognize any of them for anything? I don't know. They're in like some of them are in the movie. Okay. Well, float, you float. said float. It's um Lionsgate is like who's 
putting it on, but I'm really excited to go. So I'm going to go in a few hours. Float 2024. I'm saying 2023, but that's like obviously past. I don't. Oh, wait, release date February 9th. Oh, wait, Rob, you say Robbie ML or no? Yes. Yeah, I do know him. Okay, Love okay. him. Oh. He was in, he was just in Xmas, which I watched, but everyone would probably know him from, I'm pretty sure he was in True Jackson VP. He also was in The Flash, which I love. Um, he was in a show called Upload that I watched like a couple of. So yeah, love him. He's great. Did you say Sarah Des Desjardins by any chance? Um, no, I didn't. Uh, well, she was in the, she's like in that movie. So maybe you'll see him, see her. But she was just in the Night Agent, which I watched and I really liked. Okay, so this isn't necessarily like reality TV, so it's interesting for me no. to cover an, cover an event with actors. But it's cool because I'm like not starstruck. But then like sometimes I end up meeting like these really cool actors. Yeah, those two. I mean, definitely him. I he's great. He's also really cute. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so you'll you'll see him. You'll recognize him. He has like oh. dark hair and blue eyes and big muscles. Okay. Well, I need to look in my closet and make sure I have something super cute to wear. Yes. Um, it's three o'clock here in California. So the day is just starting, but you're going to sleep soon, yeah. huh? Um, well, I have to stay up for Vanderpump. So I have two more hours, two hours and eight minutes until the premiere. Oh, okay. Well, have fun watching Vanderpump. Thank you. Now, that I, the nice thing about you already watching it is that I can text you. I don't have to wait until it's California time. <laughs> you can let me know your thoughts, but yes, I'm going to be unbothered. <laughs> Let's save them. Save them for the podcast. Yes, yes. We can cover Vanderpump this season on our reality, you know, recap lives we do. Um, we always do like The Bachelor on Tuesdays, but, you know, maybe we'll do these twice a week as well. We do a trader show on my channel Thursdays. I don't know if you ever like want to join that as well. Totally. Because you like traders. But we'll cover Vanderpump and other reality shows this season. Love is Blind comes back in a couple weeks. Love. Uh, yeah, definitely will be watching that. But we'll always be here to cover The Bachelor every Tuesday. So yes. as, as they say, we will see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, guys. Bye. And happy birthday, Celeste. Happy birthday, Celeste. It'll be her 30th birthday. And welcome back from Paris, Molly. We missed you. Thank you so much. And we're going to have more updates very, very soon, guys. Yeah, so it's exciting things to come. Like very exciting things to come. Like, comment, <laughs> and subscribe. Bye. Bye.